Pues sí. Two pastors in a pub podcast. We are live in the star at Whitton and Regis. It's very exciting. Can we get a cheer? Amazing. So good to be here. And so I, I don't know what to say now. I've lost my words and everything. I've got people around me. It just doesn't normally happen. Um, welcome again to all of you. Um, welcome to Tom from Whitton and Regis Baptist Church. Hello, Karen. And welcome, Matt. Hello, Karen. Hello, Tom. Hello, Whitman Excellent. We we are we're doing well. Today we are going to talk about is um, we're going to talk about is the UK a Christian country, and we're going to we're going to have that conversation. I think your wife did point out. To, what did she say? She said um, th this was after the publicity had all gone out. She said to me. Um, UK is not a country, it's a number of countries, it's a nation state. No. So there's an error in the title error. of the podcast already. already. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Ap apologies to anybody who's been upset Deeply by that. Deeply offended by that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're great, we've got um, a number of uh, recordings. This is our 28th, or is this our 29th I think episode? this will be, oh, it's this something like that, yeah. Our 29th episode, we've got almost 9,000 downloads aiming for the 10,000, still aiming for the 10,000 downloads, that's my, that's my target. Once we're there, I'll, I'll chill out a little bit, but apart from that, we're there. Um, we've got some weird drinks. We are now genuinely scraping the barrel, aren't we, Matt? We, we are scraping the barrel, but one of the features of the, the star in Wooten Under Edge, and I say this to our live audience, if you didn't realise, is that they have Vimto on tap. I don't know if any other pubs do, but that's a speciality <laughs> here. So, again, for those of you uninitiated, we start every episode by having a drink that we've never drunk before. And we've been doing this now for two and a half years, and we are running out, but we appreciate tonight's suggestions. So, all our concoctions tonight involve Vimto. Mm -hmm. So, I have Vimto and red wine. That's tonight. So, we'll, we'll taste it, and we'll give you a rating out of ten. So, here we go. Vimto and red wine. Come on, Matt. That's pretty good. Is it good? Yeah, I'm going to recommend that. I'm going to. But it's got Vimto in it. You it re you recommend anything with Vimto? Yeah, most things with Vimto work well, well, but I'm giving that an eight out of ten. Oh my goodness, uh, that's oh, good. Okay. Okay. I've got indeed. The wine. Okay, eight out of ten. Okay. Eight out of ten. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've got Vimto and lager. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a new version of lager top, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's just more people seeing the expression on your face now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you do yeah. have some good. You do have some good drink faces. I know, and they don't. They don't carry, they don't carry well in the recording, no. do yeah. they? So, so, what's your number for that? That's a four and a half. Oh, four, four and a half. half. That's rough. Okay. So, Karen, what have you got? I have got Vinto and vodka. <laughs> Actually, taste the vodka. So, <laughs> so actually, yeah, that's it's quite nice. It's just a glass of Vimto, You could drink that very quickly and very be good. in trouble. Well, I, I shall reckon. sit yeah. here and drink this as we record the season. Yeah. Well, I think uh, genuinely, that's that's quite a good round. Oh, good, good well round of well, Two out of three. Not okay, bad. so yeah. Vimto and red wine. You heard yeah. it first here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to call it. Um, <coughs> anyway, so is the UK a Christian country? We've talked about the fact, and um, certainly prompted by the recent census that less than half of the population were actually saying they were Christian. So they were saying that there's 48%, uh, 46% in terms of uh, the census saying that people would mark as Christianity. And that's down from 59% in 
since 2011. So quite a significant drop, which is why we've heard quite a lot about it in the news. So the question really was prompted from that. Even though when people were, were filling that question in, most it was the most common response. So the most common response to that question asked about religion was the fact that people would tick Christian. But there is still that very significant um, drop. So, so yeah, where are we? Where are we in terms of thoughts of what does that look like, Tom? Yeah, I mean it, it's interesting. I mean, so what did you say? Forty six. Forty six percent in the last. Because yeah. the question was, what is your current religion? Mm. That was the twenty eleven census. Yeah, I mean, so people put Christian for all sorts of reasons, don't mm. they? Um, I, I remember do, doing work experience as a teenager. I was working in a leisure centre. And um, what were you doing in the leisure centre? Oh, just being a dog's body okay, kind of fine. thing. Yeah. And um, talking to a member of staff there, uh, just about faith and stuff. And they they'd said they'd put Christian down on some form or mm -hmm. another, whether it was a census or what. I don't, I can't remember. But just because they they didn't want to identify, they said because I'm not Muslim. Right. They put down. Oh, so down that was Christian them. That was them kind of saying I'm using Christians to say I'm not something else. Yeah. Which, but but they probably didn't. Yeah, didn't believe anything particularly or practice anything as a Christian. That and um, yeah, in terms of you know uh, what do we mean by church attendance in the UK? Four or five percent of people on go to church. Certainly on a Sunday, maybe maybe ten percent if you include Christmas and Easter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that would be uh, I think probably ten percent of Wharton would attend church on Christmas and Easter. I'm just looking around for uh, nods in the room. Okay, yeah. High days and holy days maybe, yeah. but but any given Sunday probably. Three percent, maybe something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it it's an interesting one, and and we don't get asked the question very much anymore. Historically, you always get asked when you went to hospital, for example, in case you died, so they knew what to mm. do with you. And well, I went to our hospital in Sirencester. I'm chaplain there, and the list that they have behind the desk, which I think is very old, has got about seventy options. And I think I'm an expert. There's two of them. I've no idea what they are. Are there any Jedi in Siren uh, No, there are. But that was one of the questions on the census. Well, it was one of the options on the census because in 2011 there was this massive campaign to get people to write Jedi, and, and a significant number did. But this time round, only 1,600 in the whole of the UK said Jedi. So that's really dropped off. So wow, yeah, that's, 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 Je that's Jedi's are endangered. But <laughs> historic, certainly when I have conversations, and sometimes people will, will use that language, well, the UK or Britain is a Christian country. I've heard that language described, and I mean, that's what we're exploring this evening. Is that true, or is it, is, is it not? If you engage with most of the media in this country, and the, the newspapers online, where do you get most of your news from, Tom? Uh, BBC or Guardian websites because they're free. They're free. Okay, that <laughs> says it. Oh, okay, yeah. But I'm I'm the same. But if you go there, most of those would in increasingly uh, distance themselves from Christianity. Certainly wouldn't want to 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 talk about church in a in a supportive way. They may not be negative. They may they may take a neutral stance. But historically, there would have been a lot more of that, and there's less and less of that. Have you seen Sandy Toxfig this week? And you know Sandy yeah. Toxfig, Which who presents presents QI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, you know what I mean, yeah. Sandy Toxfig. Yeah. yeah, and but she's got she's very opposed to the involvement of of church in public life generally, and certainly in the media. And she she this week did a, a piece to camera that's that's been on social media about the fact comparing the UK with Iran, which is is because by law both those countries, the UK, have religious people in 
their parliament or their government. So we have 30-something bishops in the House of Lords, so that was her point. So it was a, it was a bit of a, a, a slightly jokey, or I, I think it's laughable, that, that the comparison. But I understand what she's saying, she's trying to say. So, so that, for me, would say no, that if you, if you listen to our public conversations in the media, that, that Christianity, or any other religion for that matter, but Christianity is, is not generally talked about, or certainly not talked about as saying, as identifying Britain in, in that way. Would you agree with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, I, I do think that's in the air, um, and certainly in the kind of centrist media, the kind of more sensible ones. I think there will be the ones that I'd engage with. Th there's a distance from Christianity mm. and, and a general negative reporting about Christian-related issues in the BBC and the Guardian. That's that's my my feeling anyway. Um, but I think. <coughs> I think we w we would want to ask the question: What do we mean when we when we say um, Christian? I, mm. I I mean, bearing in mind those those you could say those that four percent of people that that are engaged in in church yeah, on yeah. Sunday, you you might say that was the kind of active Christian population. Mm -hmm. How how do they define their faith? What do they mean when they when they say? Christian, mm. do, uh, do they mean the same thing as the BBC or the Guardian might mean, or do they mean the same thing as you know, not Muslim or not not humanist or what do those people? And people I, mean? I think I think probably people answer that question would actually mean a variety of things. Mm. That that and it's not just true in the UK. Certainly in Europe, as I chat to folk from other countries, from Poland or Germany and so on that many of them might identify in some way as Christians, but it, it, it might not mean the same that it might to you and me, Tom, it, 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 that, that, that sense of, of, of a, of a practising faith and some beliefs that go along with that. It may be a, a cultural thing. or And, I mean, historically, again, it's declining, but historically across Europe there was a sense that, that, that our families had, had been Christians, our parents, our grandparents, great-grandparents, a lot of children were christened in whichever particular church it was in your country. And so that, that, that attitude was there and a sense of those values. That, a lot of, that's, a lot of that's, that's gone now, that's not there. But I think for some people who say tick yes on the census, or not yes, but said identify as Christian mm -hmm. on the census, what they were saying was that was, was probably a bit more of that cultural thing um, that I'm, yeah. that I, I, in somehow I identify with that, and and perhaps they'd say something like, you know, when it comes to that day, when I go, <coughs> if I'm going to have a funeral, they're going to ask you to do it or me to do it or the vicar or the priest or whatever. But it, 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 that 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 that's still in their heads, even though day to day it's not really something they think about. And it's really interesting because we're talking about what people are thinking of, aren't we? So we're thinking about how and what people vote for, but also we th we're recognising that uh, from a, a Judeo-Christian culture, that is where what our culture is in. So are we talking about the UK as a Christian culture, or are we talking about Christians as, a peop as people? So I'll put that question to you both. Well, I mean, there's another layer to that as mm. well, because well, there's individual people yeah. that may or may not identify as, as Christian, and there's a culture that's had an influence on mm -hmm. it. And then there's this thought of a Christian kind of nation state. And that's, you know, <coughs> wasn't there in the, 
with the first Christians, first three centuries of the church, Christians were were underdogs, you know, marginalised, not having a lot. Generally speaking, power. often a persecuted minority. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it wasn't until uh, the time of uh, Constantine. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm terrible with dates, but I'm pretty sure Battle of Milvian Bridge, three two five. We're not doing the no, Battle of Milvian Bridge again, are we? 312? Yeah, anyway, whatever. Early 4th century, John. <laughs> okay. I would just say that. You see, you, you say. So th th this, this story goes that the Emperor Constantine, he's struggling for control of the empire. He sees a sign in the sky, and it's this Christian sign, um, and has this vision or this voice that tells him, by this sign, conquer. Mm -hmm. And he, Constantine goes on. He wins the Battle of Milvian Bridge, and... and assumes that that, because it was a Christian sign that he saw in this vision or whatever, assumes that that is Jesus rubber-stamping his empire, mm -hmm. his military might, the, the whole fighting thing, um, and then, then goes on to, you know, kind of sidle up to the bishops, take control of the church, weigh into doctrinal disputes, declare that the empire is, <coughs> is a Christian thing, um, and personally, I think that kind of mashup of uh, Christianity and state power has been disastrous e ever since in in a whole range of different uh, different guises. That, I mean, the brute fact of the matter is Jesus told his followers to put their swords away mm -hmm. when he was on trial. He said, um, "You know, if my kingdom was of this world, my followers would come with swords to set me free." But they're not doing that. So Jesus's exercise of power is um, it's kind of the softest exercise of power of any great historical figure ever. Yes, it's, it's, it's influence rather than anything exercising any authority, certainly not the sword, but even, even other forms of authority. Exactly, yeah. and, and self-sacrificial. Yeah. Oh, Karen waves cards at us to tell us where, where oh, we're out of time. Really so we keep to time. <laughs> um, <coughs> Yes, I mean self-sacrificial. Mm -hmm. So Jesus lays down his own life for for other people. So that really clashes with that the whole thing of state power. But from the time of Constantine onwards, you've got this idea that nation states or empires even can can be Christian. And I just personally, I think it's a bad a bad bad idea. Do you know Constantine became emperor in England? No. Yes, he was, he was in York when he became the emperor of the empire. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, some people did, some nods out there. It's no, true. Yeah, There's okay. a big statue room outside mm -hmm. York Minster if you go there. And you can there. be on my pub, pub quiz pub team. Quiz in that that yeah. <laughs> so, so, but since that point, across the history of our continent, of Europe, and the places where Europeans have gone, and we've gone lots of places, we've had that idea that a particular nation is Christian. Yeah. And the comparison Sandy Toxvig makes with Iran, which uh, I don't think works now, but what she's doing is saying that Iran will identify as being Muslim, um, Shia Muslim in, th in their case, and that, that they say we are a Muslim state and historically European countries and um, England and Scotland and now Britain as one country would say we are we're, we're Christian. That's historically what people would, would have said. Now, we, we're questioning the idea, I think, that if you go back to what Jesus says, he, I think he would say that there's nothing in the stuff that he says that would say a Christian country even exists, is a thing. It's not a thing. It, 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 it almost, it can't be. 
and, and the, the difficulty is, is that as soon as any religion, Christian or another one for that matter, gets involved with the state, with the government, we start to use violence because states only exist when they use violence, don't they? I mean, it, whether it's the sort of violence that we would probably respect, like police arresting people, or whether it's, it's military endeavours and, and wars and so on. And as soon as that happens, we, we get into difficulties. And, and certainly, you know, for us as Christians, we start to, um, to, to move away from some of the things that Jesus says about loving your enemy and serving the weak and the marginalised and, and being humble and all of that. As soon as you start waving a sword around or a machine gun or a, uh, whatever it is, that, that becomes a real, a, a, a real problem, I would, I, 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 would, I would suggest. But we can't deny that because Christianity has been kicking around our country and kicking around Europe for 1,500, 1,700 years or whatever it is, that has influenced our story as a country and other countries as well. But and the, and the, the, the where we are now as a country, good and bad, is partly shaped by that's that experience. Would you, would yeah, you agree? Yeah, I would agree with that. And, and I I haven't seen Sandy Talks this week, but if I, if I did see her, I might want to have a, a bit of a chat with her about, well, let's talk about that Christian influence in the history of our nation. So, yeah, no, I don't think there's such a thing as a Christian state, um, but I do think there's there's a lot of enormously good Christian influence in our history, as well as the bad stuff. Um, and you've only got to take a, a, a look around the world to see states that are influenced by other ideologies as their principal thing to see that that shapes states in different ways. You know, so if you look at the kind of uh, freedom record of Saudi Arabia, which is, which is influenced by and promotes this kind of quite strict Middle Ages style Wahhabist Islam, mm -hmm. you, you have no freedom. Of speech or belief, you certainly freedom of conscience. That yeah. idea that I can choose to think or believe something different than the state <coughs> is very difficult in a country like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah, or or, um, or North Korea, mm. which has got this. I mean, they call it Jewish ideology, don't they? Which is a Jewish. Jewish. Oh, that sounds like another, another weird drink. What does it mean? I've come across that. I'm just trying to think what to what to drink. No, it's basically a kind of atheism mixed with a sort of worship of the Kim family. Mm -hmm. um, but he's, been, he's been wheeling his, wheeling his daughter out this week. Yeah, yeah, potential yeah, successor. He's that. She's about 12, <laughs> this poor girl's having to turn up at all these military parades. And, and, uh, yeah. It's but I think that, that um, it, it's worth understanding that every country in the world has an ideology yeah and has a philosophy. It may not be clear and written down somewhere, as, it, as perhaps it would be in Saudi Arabia, but that idea that, that there's a philosophy, there's a culture that shapes every country, and you can't be neutral. The idea that you can be neutral as a, um, as a nation, even as a, as, as a, as a, as a family, is, is very difficult, but I think that's it's worth exploring there. But, but has the, the influence of Christian ideas on our country and, and, and others certainly in the Western world, has where's that been? Uh, is, is some of that still there? And, and is some of that good? As well as some of it might be bad as well. So I think that comes back to the question we were asking at the beginning, which is, so do we, do we think the UK is a Christian country? And we've talked quite a lot about the influence. We talked a lot about <coughs> the culture. We've talked a little bit about people. 
Where, so where, where, do, where are we sitting? Is it a yes or is it a no? What, what's the thoughts? <laughs> I think it's a bit like one of our drinks, Karen. I know. It, it's a bit of a mixture. <laughs> uh -huh. I, I think okay. that's fair to say because, so, so I'm using Sandy Toxvig. Oh, she's not here, so but I'm not arguing. But the fact that she has the freedom to to say quite publicly, I disagree with this. I disagree with, in this case, the church, and and some other things, and that there's a freedom to do that it's okay and that I would have the freedom to say something different to her which I'm we're doing here publicly and doing you know on, on the podcast and that that idea that there's a freedom of choice that that, that we we can voluntarily choose what we think is significantly shaped by what's happened uh, it from the, the, the Christian influence particularly over the last three or four hundred years yeah th I mean there's a book that was written a few years ago by um that's uh, an eBay bid. I've just got in. That was what that noise was. Matt's That's brilliant. brilliant. Matt's a bit of a Dell boy for those of you <laughs> that, that don't, don't know him. He's always buying and selling. Put your thing I'll, I'll on silent. On, <laughs> um, there's a, a political philosopher called Larry Seedentorp who wrote, wrote a book uh, a few years ago called The Inventing of the Individual. Mm -hmm. um, and it's about um, how... In, in the Roman Empire, you're defined by your, your birth status, you know, whether you are a, sla a slave or a freeman. You're de uh, defined by your, your, you know, your status in society. Mm -hmm. You're defined by your race. And into that mix comes St. Paul, and he writes, um, you know, there's no, no Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, mm. um, but all are one in Christ. And, and what Larry Seedentorp does is he looks at that and he says that is a seed of thought um, which develops into um, a thinking that we are individuals. And he traces that thought of individualism into liberalism through the Middle Ages. To not, not a mm. Christian author, as far as I know. Mm. Um, and a, a lot of people have made uh, those kind of links to saying it's, it is actually part of our, our Christian heritage. Because Christian faith, you cannot convert somebody to Christian faith down the barrel of a Kalashnikov mm -hmm. because it has to be a free, personal, individual choice to follow Jesus. And also you've got therefore got the option to say no and you to say I don't want mm -hmm. to do that. And exactly. So that becomes a choice that has to be voluntary. I mean it's it has been, in people have tried to enforce it but it, it's not it's not ultimately a successful or satisfactory. Yeah, so so I mean the comment that, that Seedentorp makes is that actually, you know, it, a Christian nation is a secular liberal nation. Oh, okay. He basically yeah, says, you, you liberals, be careful, the point. Be, be careful who you attack because this is, you know, this is what's given birth to your ideology. Yeah, that's, that story has allowed it to yeah. take place. Tom Holland, the historian, who's my, my current favourite podcast after Two Pastors in the Pub, is, <laughs> is The Rest is History, which is features Tom Holland and Dominic Sandbrook. And they... But he's written a number of books uh, and, and explores that idea. One of the things he, he, he really engages with, which is part of our story as a nation, is that the, the, the trumpeting by the early church when they first appeared, the first Christians, of marriage, of the fact that marriage was a choice rather than imposed upon you by your family and that every single person, rich or poor, could approach marriage in, 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 in an equal way. So whether you're the king or a peasant, you get to pick one other person and marry them for life. That in, in, in pushing that was an extraordinary cultural change that has uh, was part of that 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 that, f that, that freedom 
that we, that we now take for granted in Europe, for example, that's, that, that came from that. Because in the past, all, you know, the, the one at the top could do what they like. And sometimes we think the people at the top do what they like. We still have that, that conversation. But you compare that to 500 years ago or 1,000 mm. years ago, where it's nothing like that. And it's because this idea that we are free to choose our religion, we're free to choose our partner, we're free to make other decisions, that's been massively influenced by that story that comes from some of the things that we see Jesus in the New Testament talking about it. As I say, the church hasn't always done that. The church has often been a, has behaved very badly. We're not denying that. We've talked about that in previous podcasts, whether it's burning witches or having crusades against Muslims or whatever. So we're not trying to say, oh, the church has been wrong. But we're saying that that narrative, that story, that philosophy has shaped the culture in Britain hugely. And I wouldn't want to lose some of those values and ideas. And that's the challenge, because if you if, if you reject that, that thinking, what, what do you replace it with? What, what comes as an alternative? Yeah, uh, Tom Holland's fascinating. He, he's, um, I, I don't know, if you come across Tom Holland, not the, not the Spider-Man Tom Holland, <laughs> the, uh, the, the popular historian. So he, he's written a, a number of uh, brilliant popular history books, Rubicon and Persian Fire and um, uh, In the Shadow of the Sword and Dominion. Um, and, and at the start of Dom uh, is it Dominion, Dominion's the one about, the one about Christianity. Christianity. Yeah. He says um, when he was when he was a kid, he was fascinated by empires because they were big and dangerous and extinct, <laughs> just like dinosaurs. Okay. You know. Yeah. Uh, and you know he wanted to be like the Spartans, or he wanted to be be like the the, the Romans, uh, and all this sort of thing. But as time went on and as he studied more and more of these things, he realised, you know what, I am not like these people. Mm. I, I have compassion for people who are weak and vulnerable, marginalised, disabled, disadvantaged in society. That's, that's not Roman. That's not Spartan. Mm -hmm. That's not Persian. You know, where, where is that coming from? And eventually he, he, he's come round to the point where, where he realised that the dominant, or he thinks, the dominant kind of cultural voice that shaped his view of people and the value of people mm. is is the Christian heritage that we we have in the West and we're not trying to say that to see that value in individuals you have to be a Christian I wouldn't say that plenty, plenty of other people do but that idea that every individual is equally valuable and equally equally worth respect we have that idea we don't mm -hmm. always do it as a, as a culture but but that is the idea that's there and so things that we take for granted in this country like the NHS the idea that everyone should have access or at least you know a reasonable level of access to that healthcare is partly shaped by that idea that each person is equally valuable and we want at least to attempt to offer that care to someone who's marginalized and poor and you know not literate and all the other things as well as someone who may be wealthy and and educated and powerful and that idea but it's shaped by that fact that that's the way Jesus behaved towards people which was r a radical alternative to just the Roman Empire of his time and many of the empires that we've had there or even you know some of the British Empire that you know we view in various ways but if you lived in India or Nigeria whatever your view of the British Empire would not be <laughs> so good <laughs> we didn't behave we didn't treat them as if as, as we would like to be treated and so on but that idea is very strong in our culture and we see that everywhere in our talk about you mentioned people who are disabled or 
people with disadvantage or whatever, that's part of our conversation. I mean, we argue about it, but it is part of our conversation. We think that's valuable. And I would suggest, well, Tom Holland would suggest, and I'm copying him, that, that, that that's been shaped by our the, the Christian history or the better bits of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's something I'm, I applaud. I would much rather be in a culture like ours than I would be in the Roman Empire, because I would probably be a slave, because 80, 90% of the population of the Roman Empire were slaves. That's how it works. So I'm much happier to be living here or in Germany or Poland or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd rather be here than in Saudi or um, or uh, North Korea. Yeah. Because I'd be in a prison camp right <laughs> yeah, now. Right now. Having half. I'm um, sure. And uh, you couldn't drink lager drinks. and Vimto if you're yeah, in Saudi Arabia either, Tom. Definitely not. Oh, could you, or you, could you see that as a benefit? Could, could you in North Korea, though? I don't know, well, the, answer. I don't know the, the, the rules. I don't know what the rules are in North Korea about... Uh, uh, Vimto. Uh, uh, about. So y- you asked us the question, Karen, do we think the UK is a Christian country? And we have come back with a slightly nuanced mm-hmm. answer of yes and no. And yes hugely influenced by the Christian story. I think that's true. The values, the ideas that we have as a culture here are massively shaped by that. Are we a practicing Christian country? Not that much, Mm -hmm. a little bit. It was very interesting watching the funeral for the late Queen and and hearing, you know, it's full of, Mm -hmm. you know, Christian stuff and and the Archbishop's talk during that, the six minutes long where he said some very strong Christians. It was very interesting hearing that Mm -hmm. in the midst that most of us were watching it. But that's unusual in that I don't think as a culture generally that much we're overall a practicing Christian culture. What, what would you say, Tom? Are we, are, are we saying no to the country thing because there's yeah. no, we're saying there's no such thing as a Christian country? Yes to the influence thing because mm. our history is, is full of it and it's up to you with the individual thing. I mean, the, the Christian was a, oh, you'll know this, Matt, but Christian was originally a nickname. Did you know this? In, in Antioch in Syria, they, the, the, fo- the followers of the way or the followers mm-hmm. of Jesus who were originally um, uh, all Jewish mm-hmm. got the nickname Christians, which just meant little, little Christ. You know, it wasn't necessarily a kind thing. Yeah, look at you, little, little Christ. Christ. You know, it wasn't necessarily a, a, a kind thing. Mm-hmm. But they were people who imitated Jesus's life of self-giving yeah, trying to live that yeah, way trying, trying to, to live those things, yeah. uh, in that way yeah. you know so that's um so that 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 freedom to make that choice which and we as part of the reason we do this podcast is to encourage people to think about those things yeah. and to make those choices for themselves because the what i find interesting on the back of that census bbc radio gloucestershire mm-hmm. phoned me for an interview the day the results okay. came out a couple of months ago to say what do i think about these results and i was i said i was positively surprised by the number of people who said they were Christians, I thought that was that was that was slightly funny, really, because most people I talk to in this country, if I ask the question, "What do you think? What do you believe? Mm. Do you think there's a, think there's a, do you think there's a God? Anything like that? What do you think happens when we die?" Most people I meet, of whatever age, whether they're 80 or they're they're 15, they'll say, "Don't know, not sure. I, I, don't, I think there might be something." That, that, and that's the most common, and, our, and part of our encouragement is we have the freedom to make choices. Let's use that to have a think, have an explore, have a look at it in a way that that we we wouldn't have if we lived in in Saudi. We might, we've got the freedom to think, but we can't express it and talk about it in that way. And we have that here, and that's that is one of the things that we that I'm very pleased about that we can make that choice to say I'm going to be a Christian or I'm not, or I'm going to be a Muslim or a, a Hindu or whatever. And it's really interesting, isn't it? Because actually, when you looked at the figures in terms of the 46% of people ticking the box and saying they were Christian. 
actually, when you look at the church attendance figures, they're less than 5%. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge gap of the, of the <coughs> range in which where people uh, identify with their ethics and their values being Christian, or whether they are active or whether they are not active. There is still quite a significant proportion of people within the country who are saying, actually, if, if somebody's asking me the question, this is, this is where I'm going to put my tick. <laughs> and I think that's an important thing. Why don't we now reach out to our audience and ask them what they think? I think it's about time. I do feel like we're being... Don't you feel a bit like we're sat in the corner being very rude, yeah. having this conversation <laughs> <laughs> that everybody else has to listen yeah, to? Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> should, we let them, should we send the roving mic around? Yeah, so we're going we to send the microphone around and take some mm. questions or comments Excellent. from friends in, in the room here. So if Please you give do. your name, if you'd like to, because this is still recorded, so give us your name and give us a question for those who are listening. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Mel. Um, Hi, Mel. You're talking about the compassion. I was brought up um, pro- with a Christian philosophy, I guess, from mm-hmm. my parents. And so I'm full of compassion for people, empathy and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I've never studied, studied the Quran, And I imagine that they... Would encourage that sort of thing. I know the Quran's been politicised, as the Bible has in places. Mm-hmm. So that's my question: Does do, do mis- does the Quran um, promote compassion? The my answer to that would be nuanced. But I would say that if you look at the you know the four big religions in the world, and there's four there's four. Uh, uh, big players, which is Christianity, Islam, Hinduism and Buddhism, in terms of the world's population, they're, they're the largest. And I've been reading some of the Hindu scriptures this week, the Upanishads. And, and yes, within all of those, you'll find stuff that talks about compassion and talks about humility. So some of those threads will be present in all. So for example, if you're Muslim, there are, there's five pillars of Islam, they're things that you're meant, you're meant to do. So pray five times a day, go to Mecca, um, believe or say that you believe in the Prophet. Um, uh, I've missed one. Uh, anyway, but one of the five is that alms you give alms to the poor. And so that's something you're meant to do, is that you, you'll give, give money to the poor. So yes, a- absolutely. I think with all, within all the religious traditions, there are some of those ideas. I think that's a fair response. Yes, yes, I do, <coughs> but I, I, I want to nuance what, what Matt says slightly to say that if you, if you apply Islam uh, in, in its native form to statecraft, Saudi Arabia is what you get. Whereas if you apply Christianity in its as close to native form as you can to um to statecraft, then something like Western liberal democracy is what you get. And the reason for that is Jesus told his followers to put their weapons away, whereas Muhammad told his followers to behead the prisoners of war. Mm. Um, Muhammad so himself led an army, um, and whereas Jesus didn't, uh, nor did Buddha for that matter, you know, we'll talk about him. But, but yes, in that example, that yeah. was, there, 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 there are some things we'd say there's common threads, but there are some things that distinctly different as well so and I would say just to add to that the 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 five things that you're talking about are are more transactional so there's a transaction happening but compassion is something you have to do in order to win 
uh, and get the box ticked in a different ticking box codes with Allah, not um, not anything else. So it's it's not about compassion; it's about achieving something to to get a bit further along. You should probably go to two imams in a pub, Mel. To yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although if they're good imams, they won't be in a pub. Very good. Very good. Anybody else who's got another question? Please do. Come on in. Hi, uh, my name's Vince. Hi, Vince. Um, I, I suppose what we're talking about, we're talking about Christi uh, Christian um, axioms, yeah, driving the liberal, the social liberal uh, countries that we got now. How do you feel that is in America, where it seems to be that Christianity is being taken over by the right wing? Very good. Matt doesn't like talking about America, so <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he always says, oh, you go, the news are all going on but about Yeah, well, I, I, I do think we're very obsessed with America in here. You almost think some of the news stories, we're not in an America. But anyway, that's fine. I'll, that wasn't, um, yeah, wasn't Vince's question. Personally, I feel very uncomfortable with that kind of neoconservative right-wing marriage with evangelical inverted commas Christianity uh, in America. Um, just, I think it's intolerant it's rude it's selfish it's just capitalism with a little christian cloak on um and uh, yeah I, I really want to distance myself from that that's not to say i love everything about the democrats and joe biden um but but please don't vote trump back in again <laughs> <laughs> we don't get to vote in america because no, we're no, british remember yeah. that yeah. <laughs> it's very good remember that it's got nothing to do with us really I but, I, but <laughs> I think there's there's a it's a very interesting historical story that that um, america's got and it's remembering how new as a nation it is and all of the american nations i mean you know i think there's much more in common with some of the south american experienced nations say brazil or argentina than america than there is with europe they're new they've arrived and the american story early on was well, the American settlers, obviously not the Native Americans that, that were there first, but for the, the settlers was that they were seeking to get away from stuff in Europe and state getting away from state control. So whether they were from this country or they were from you know, Germany or, or, or Poland or all the various immigrant groups that went there, getting away. And particularly, obviously, the American Revolution was about we call it the, the Great Rebellion, don't we? But the American <laughs> Revolution. And that they were getting away from the control of a king and the control of bishops and all of that. We're free, we're independent. What's interesting now is, 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 is many who, are, who would identify as Christians in America are wanting the state to exercise control over people's religious choices and, and social in a way that, that was the case in Europe 500 years ago, but we've moved on from. And I... And I they're going through all that, but we, we did that back in 500 years ago and have largely, we, we, we've said that the state now doesn't control our religious choices, our spiritual choices and many other choices, that we leave that for individuals within limits, whereas some within America would like the state to, to stop that, and it's, it's interesting. You've just lost our four American listeners. By That's right, four American. Right. The Great, <laughs> the great, the great re Rebellion. rebellion. We, do, we, yeah. we can see where our listeners are from. We do have some in the States. That's fine. But there is a greater alignment between um, different uh, faith groups in America with different views. And so you, it's, it's a much stronger element over in America than it is here. And yeah. it's so different that it's almost impossible to, to make the comparison. It is another country. It's another and country. we don't get to vote no. there. <laughs> Which is why Matt doesn't want to talk about no, well, that's it. Next question. That's <laughs> Good. Next question, please. Hello, uh, Gavin from Waterland Edge. 
you asked for our views. My view is um, there's two slightly different questions about whether the whether we're in a church nation versus whether we're in a Christian nation. And I think those are two quite different things about how influential the church is and how that's changing versus how Christian our sort of thoughts and policies are. And I think you can almost make arguments that Christianity is on the increase but not in a badged form of going to church in that we do make progress. We, um, I'd say inequality <laughs> decreases over time in, in general. Um, you know, we are making progress towards Christian ideals, but that's quite a different question. So just sort of counting up how many bishops we've got and how many, mm. um, how much church attendance we've got. Mm. So it's just mm. a thought. Yeah. Well, again, historically in Britain, the church which in England would have been the Church of England after the Reformation, had a significant level of power. It was very much joined with the state and very strongly, and that's gradually eased or, or reduced over the last... You know, and it's true across Europe, the story's been slightly different with the Catholic Church in Spain and so on, but that, you know, in Ireland, and it's gradually changed. And so that, that, that power's gone. Tom and I would, would probably say that's a good thing that from our point of view as practicing Christians, uh, that, that that's a good thing for the church, because the church generally, when it gets involved with power, starts to behave badly. And so that's overall the good thing. But that, I, I like the fact, Gavin, that you've said that we have a narrative in our heads that everything's getting worse, but actually you look at some things and a lot of things are getting better. Mm. And not everything, but that we look at, for example, I'm talking globally now, Poverty since 1990 around the world has halved. The number of the percentage of the world's population living in poverty since 1990 has halved. We forget that we think it's all getting worse, and it's not. And and in our country, we can say yes, there are some massive problems. Of course, there are, but some things have got better, and or are getting better. And some of those are because some of the values that that we've talked about, that I think, are present in our culture, like the value of the individual or the value of the weak. And 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 I and those do come from at least in part from the Christian story that there's been in Europe and in Britain, and, and I, I would say that's a that's a good thing. Mm. Excellent, brilliant, great comment. Thank you. How do you do that face, Tom? That which which face? The one that looks like Beaker from the Muppets. When you turn, <laughs> you turn your mouth down. It's, this isn't great for podcast listeners, but yeah, I'm going to put a photo on our website. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> try, I'll try and replicate it. I'm not sure which face you meant. The turn down one like that. Yeah, that, that one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, get a, we'll get a photo Deeper of that one for, for listeners at home. Excellent. More questions. Question at the back. Question at the back. All the ones from the back are always... Tom, Tom the mic's got to go a long way yeah. for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, my name's Jeff. Um, my question is, we talk about the influence of the church waning or less people becoming Christians. Mm. Do you think either in individual Christians or the church organisation as a whole are in any way to blame for that, either actively or passively? And... Can we help turn it around? Uh, uh, the answer has to be has to be yeah. yes, doesn't it? I mean, we I encounter a lot of people uh, in the life of our church, and just people I meet around and about who have been disappointed by mm -hmm. church, who've been hurt by church. Um, uh, there is a certain level of offensiveness to raw and real Christianity because it says you need to repent of your sins. Mm -hmm. And there's stuff in your life that needs to change. So sometimes people are offended by that. 
uh, and I don't say good. <laughs> I, I just say, you know, okay, you've yeah. you've heard it straight there. But when um, I mean, the number of people, uh, the number of people that have been caught up in abuse scandals in the church. In fact, we as a nation are just the number of pastoral issues that I deal with that ultimately go back to somebody being abused as a child, whether yeah. it's in a church context or in a sports context or or in their family it's mm. just yeah. Yeah. unbelievable so i think we 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 very much i'd say we as as practicing christians would mm. hold our hands up and recognize that yes um, partly because we have these conversations again and again and again i used to be interested in in god but then such and such happened or this happened i went to this church and behaved like this and so on i remember chatting to a friend of mine who was a catholic priest he was irish but working in london and he said, "Who, if there's a young man in Ireland now who's considering becoming a priest, they want, they're not going to go anywhere near it because if you live in Ireland now and you want to become a priest, it's assumed that you're a paedophile. It's just assumed because, but that's because in the past some of them were, mm. and, and probably some are still, and that's not not just sort of an Irish thing. It would be true in this country too. But so we recognise that there are massive things that 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 the church, in its broadest sense, has." our behaviour or things that we've said or the exercise of power unhelpfully has done that would have, have put many people off and and I recognise that and um, you know or chatting to Muslims from Turkey or the Middle East mm. their, their, their main picture in their head about Christianity is the Crusades which is 900, 800, 700 years ago, but it's still there. What did the Christians do? They marched into our country and slaughtered our, our villages. Okay, we recognise that. Um, but at the same time, there's, there's lots of Christians who are doing and saying things that I think are true and are good and are helpful and we want to talk about it. I, I want to acknowledge mm. the failures, but have those conversations about, um, about those things and particularly about those big questions, the big questions of life. Why am I here? Is there a God? What happens when, when I die? And is there a purpose to life? Those four big questions that most of us ignore because we're busy with our work or our life or playing Xbox or drinking in the star and working under it <laughs> or whatever we do. And But actually, I think we've got some good things. To, Jesus has got some brilliant things to say about those things, but we, we, need, we want to be able to have those conversations. Yeah, and, and we're what we're about is trying to encourage people to be those those little Christs mm. you know in their workplace in their mountain biking group in there because I know that all of you really deep inside are wanting to free your inner mountain bikers <laughs> I talked I talk to our church about this all the time some of them just roll their eyes and shake their heads but um, um, you know wherever you go whatever you do we're, we're encouraging people in our churches to go and be little Christ and we're also absolutely busting a gut t to try and make sure that those abusive things and those manipulative things do not happen on our watch. I mean, mm. we, we really, a lot of our time is taken up mm. with safeguarding training <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, DDS check-in mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. just really trying uh, to make sure that people are properly cared for mm. um, on our watch. Yeah. And I think what I would say, uh, I mean, I came into a church after 20 years of not being in a church. So I would say the biggest thing I saw that was the, a barrier was it was like a new, it was like a, entering into a different country with a different language. Was that with, Matt's church? With weird traditions. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. 
But you don't know what's going on, you don't know what's being said, and people say weird things to you like, he has risen on Easter, and you're going, okay. And it's the, it's the things that kind of you, you kind of get into a habit of and assume the moment somebody steps through a church door, they must know everything about church, the Bible, and everything else. I mean, obviously not if they've come through different routes, but that's the, and I would just say, one, make it normal, and two, make it, I, I know that's a stretch for that's you too. stretch two. for the term, <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> Make it normal. But if you, go to, if you go to church on a Sunday, you say to people you go to church on a Sunday, you tell everybody you go to football, you tell everybody you do everything else, why not just drop in that I go to church as well? Yeah. Just make it kind yeah. of a new normal conversation. But that whole, try not to be, try not to be weird. Am I allowed to say that? Try not to be weird. Matt. We'll, Matt. We'll, 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 <laughs> we will struggle, but that's fine. Yeah, okay. we that's need that's the personality thing. That's nothing to do with Christianity. It's yeah, just being weird. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Good. Any more questions? Do we want to take some questions on any any subject, anything that people want to we talk can. about? Can do. Broaden it out. Have we, have we got time, we, boss? Yeah, we, well, we, we've got a few we, minutes. We've got a few minutes, okay. so why don't we just keep going and see where we land? Minutes. Anything you want to raise or stir us up or cause? Yes, oh, Gavin's back in. Gavin again. Yeah. Um, do you think violence is necessary in an imperfect world to maintain Christian principles? I would say... N- no, not at all to maintain Christian principles in the sense of that kind of personal faith. Um, it would be hypocritical of me to sit here in this, you know, free and generally peaceful society with in this peaceful town with very little fear of crime. Um, it would be hypocritical of me to say, no, I don't think violence is necessary in some form for uh, keeping society in order. Um, but I think those two things are quite separate. Um, th- th- I think there's a Christian way to do policing, um, but I don't think, um, and, and that, that helps to maintain the freedom that allows me to be a Christian, to live as a Christian, to express my Christian faith. Um, uh, but I don't think, yeah, no, I'm repeating myself, aren't I? I don't think the violence... And the the physical force can be used in the propagation of the personal faith. And we did talk about it when we talked about what was it about making a petrol bomb? Did we say what was that? Yeah, so just after the episode? invasion happened yeah. a year ago, we mm-hmm. we raised the question about would we throw? Would Tom? Would you and I throw a petrol bomb? Because mm-hmm. if if we were if we were living in Ukraine back in February March of 2022, yeah, that was the question. It was yeah. Raising raising that because no state can exist without the use of violence whether that or or the use of force anyway so for example the police cannot exist without the use of force generally speaking because if you arrest someone you're 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 taking away the liberty and you're locking them up that's what even if you try and do it with reasonable rules you're still using force so just at that level the state has to have that and obviously ultimately the using Ukraine as a current example, that, that most many of us would see the fact that they've been attacked by a neighbouring country as being potentially a valid reason for defending themselves. So no state can exist without that. But certainly for Tom and I as Christians, that the idea that we would never want that Christian stuff, Christian ideas, Christian values are imposed by force or, or propped up by force, which I, I would admit historically the church has tried to do in at many times in many places, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a curious incident in the n- the New Testament where where some soldiers come across the path of John the Baptist and they say, you know, what what are we supposed to do? And he, and he says to them, 
be content, what he says is be content with your wages, i.e. don't use force to extort more stuff, you know, be a, be a just combatant, um, you know, long before just war theory, but um, there's a Christian, wa a, Christ a way for Christians in those places to behave, but um, yeah, what he said. <laughs> and any other questions? Silence. Oh, this is exciting. That's good. They all want to go and order Vimto and, and uh, yeah, Vimto red wine. And Vimto and red wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vimto and red wine. Well, why don't we wrap up? This oh no, we've got one more. One more. One more. Oh, brilliant. And then we'll wrap up. And then if there are questions afterwards, obviously we can. We can. Yeah, you, you mentioned, you know, the whole title was "Are We a Christian Country." Would you consider doing a pole in an aircraft that was crashing to the ground <laughs> and thinking you might get some different percentages, perhaps? Uh, no, I would be busy <laughs> praying <laughs> or <laughs> screaming. I, 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 a bit like I, heard a, I heard a comedian this week who said he was at the airport and the, the guy getting on his flight was buying a copy of uh, God is Not Great, which was one of the <laughs> atheist books published about 15 years ago. And he said, I need to buy three Bibles to cancel it out before I get on the plane. <laughs> and I was really good. Um, I, I, don't, I, I, uh, I, 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 did, I went through the census with a secondary school recently, one over where in Sciences, where I'm from, with different years. And, I, and we went through all the different options. You know, you could be a Christian or Muslim or Buddhist or a, a, a witch or a, a, an atheist and so on. And I got them to vote. And, and it was brilliant. I got them all to close their eyes so that they couldn't see what each other was doing, and that was fascinating. And, and were there uh, any Jedi's? There uh, were always because you, you give it <laughs> yeah, an option. There's yeah. always like three boys yeah. in year nine who are definitely Jedi's. Oh yeah, we're Jedi's, and three of them were both Hindus and Buddhists at the same time, and all this sort of stuff. But Jimmy, no religion definitely won in the secondary school in sciences. So no religion first, and then and then Christian second, and um, now we're in a particular part of the country. If I did the same survey in Birmingham or, or in Manchester, or uh, it would be different, but that was that was around here. So it was interesting to do, but yeah, probably I'm with Tom. If I was doing on a plane that was crashing, I'd be thinking about other things. <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly not the time to start That's having right, a, a oh, survey. Yeah. But I take your point. The point is, uh, uh, General MacArthur, who led the US forces in the mm. Korean War said that there are no atheists in foxholes and mm -hmm. um, in the trenches because when you're, yeah, uh, that's an overstatement, but I take his point that often when things are difficult, lots, lots of human beings pray. And even in France, when that bomb went off in Paris, they mm. were opening up the churches for people to pray yeah. in the secular countries. Yeah, that's right. So I think there is a, there is a thing. But I think, uh, and, and this for me is one of the big things, you know, say when I was in this school, I, I was encouraging them, saying, in 2031, you're going to have to answer this question for yourself when the census comes around and you'll be adults then, is please have a think about it. Explore the question. Mm. Is there a God? What is the meaning of life? Don't just distract yourself through and then when you get to 80 or 90 and then you're gone and, oh, sorry, I forgot to think about that. That was the, that was the challenge. Yeah. Because actually, if it, is, if it is the most important thing and the best thing that you can find, why wouldn't you want to search for it? Mm. Okay, why wouldn't you want to do the analysis, do the assessment, do the view and go, is that true or not? That's there's an assessment? There's an assessment at the end. That's good. That's the no. mic drop moment there, That was, Karen, that that was a good finish. That, that was very good. good. good finish. Yeah. Um, thank you both and thank you to our audience. We have another dream round of applause for each other. Thank you all for listening. Please do continue to listen to us and send us some weird drinks in to two pastors in a pub at gmail.com.
Thank you, Matt Frost from Simon Sister Baptist Church for being here again. Thank you, Karen. And thank you, thank you Tom, Will Underage. Uh, from being here as well. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Karen. Thanks all. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.